Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Guys, um... Anybody has any questions, please please raise, uh, please raise your hands. For those people who are listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. Katri, go ahead. Jigar? Yeah. Hey, Rahul. Thanks for taking this call. So uh, I have a question that uh, if green card holder parents have filed I-130 for their son or daughter who are unmarried, mm-hmm. can the process be by any means expedite if the parents show that they have no income and they and they need their son or daughter who they filed for to be here soon to support them? First thing, this is a priority date. You want to cut the priority date? So they, they actually just filed it. So it's still- no, I know, a, but the question is, because if you even get the I-130 approval, what, are you, what benefits are you going to get? They're not going to get the green card. Yeah, the son and daughter will not get the green cards. As, as so what, per, the, what, per, what purpose are you going to get the I-130 approval faster? Okay, so the expedite, the faster process only for getting the approval of I-130, not, not, not beyond Not that. the green card, so that's not solving. That's okay. number one problem. Number two problem is, hey, you get the, you get the, uh, you, you're, these people are supposed to be financially independent. So if you're telling that they're completely broke, it's actually going to work against them. Okay. 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 Got it. okay. Next Thank person, you. please. Rahul. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Um, oh, you have so, a good first name, buddy. Hey, thanks. It matches yours, so it's always good. <laughs> um, so my, so I have an EB three priority date of June twenty seventeen, um, mm-hmm. and my perm and my I one forty, which was filed, was filed with a position of senior systems analyst. Um, and then I've got promoted as a, as a principal developer. Um, and I've been listening to your videos and I'm, you know, I'm just preparing my 485 applications. Um, and one of the things that struck me was, you know, since I've been promoted now, will it hamper any of my filings for 485? If I were your lawyer, it would not. If it was Microsoft, Google, Facebook, it would not. But there are some companies that think the other way around. So you need to check with your lawyer. Uh, you, you, sorry. Sorry, guys. You need to check with your law firm uh, or your company if it's okay or not. And this is the right time to check in. Okay. Uh, what if they say no? We we need a new firm, new perm to to be filed. I am degree. 
there are, I just had a consultation today. Just, just now I'll put the phone off. Then I will say that, no, I'm going to go back to the old position, number one. Number two, if not, I will go to, I will go, uh, first thing I will give an option. I'll go back to the old position once I get the green card, okay? If they don't agree to that, I'm going back to the old position. Okay. And if they still don't agree, then you come to us, introduce with the HR, we'll try to convince them. And believe me, Microsoft, Google, Intel, Oracle, Facebook, do all what we we are telling you what they do. Now, it's not we. I mean, that's a natural principle that happens. Okay. Okay. So, okay. But, but, but before you even go and uh, you speak Telugu? Uh, no. Um, I don't know. Don't, don't unnecessarily flare it up. Check with your previous people who filed the 485. Check what they have done with them. Okay. You, you don't want to unnecessarily poke it up for yourself. Okay. Okay. For okay. Telugu people, I say that this is a saying I say, Galigway Mulla Company Netime Bet Kodu. So unnecessarily don't poke it up. So tr- before you go there and do all those things, inquire, research on those things. If they have been filed before with everybody else, they're going to be fine. Okay. 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 Right. Yeah. Thanks. Patel? I speak uh, Hindi in my home, but I don't have, because I'm not a natural speaker in Hindi, I don't get it. Though in, in home, because of my wife, I speak only Hindi. Yep, Mr. Patel? Mr. Patel, I think so. I can't hear you, Mr. Patel. Venkat? Hi. Hi, uh, Mr. Rahul. Patel, you'll get your chance, but uh, try to be... Uh, uh, put Mr. Patel also off. Um, yeah, go ahead, Venkat. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Thanks for taking the call. I can speak Telugu. So, with Telugu, I don't know. No, that's okay. There are a lot of people. Let's, <laughs> let's speak. Just the sayings. Yeah, okay. Now, uh, my question is intended, Okay, let me speak in English so that everyone yeah. can understand. I, uh, my uh, priority date is uh, December 2012. I downgraded uh, from AB2 to AB3. I have a teenager son. Okay, so I did not convert uh, my 142 premium. What's now, the priority date you said? Uh, December 2012. Okay, good. And when you okay. said teenager, how old is he? Uh, he is, he'll be 18 in a month. Okay. Okay, so I'm not in a rush to convert to premium as you suggested. Yes. Okay. And my 140 is not approved yet. So my thing is that I want to stay on H1B A. I mean, as long as I can. I don't want to take even a 1% chance, which you always said there could be a 1% chance of uh, anything getting denied, like a 140, wait, 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 wait. No. Yeah. There is a 1%. No, 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 no. You, you mistook that thing. But anyway, in your case of the teenager thing, I agree I mean, still stay on yes. H1? Yeah, yes, you can. Okay. Only H1B. We are not sure about H4, though. Yes. So, one th- other question is that in uh, my wife's visa, it was back in 2010. She had visa up to 1st of October 2010. But what happened is that it's my error and although my employer's error, 
they did not file an extension of H4 for my son and my wife. And I did not even realize that. But when is signed went, for when when is signed for expired you said i said 10th of uh, sorry uh, 1st of october 2010 but it's not cleared up right now yeah i mean the, after that uh, she went for uh, i mean there were no questions yeah, or anything okay. like that she went to india in uh, i think in june of 2010 and she got it stamped okay and after that there are multiple h1 uh, h4 approvals uh, stamps and no questions i got asked. the way yeah so would there be a problem uh, in the green card if they scrutinize mm-hmm. <laughs> 99% of the time no okay if there is this 1% is there any way that can be that's exactly that's exactly what i was pointing out is that you got me wrong in that 1% okay okay what you're telling assuming that your teenage kid is not there assuming the final action date is current mm-hmm. if you maintain the h1b you are at 5% risk okay if you don't maintain the h1b you are at 1% risk okay do you see the point you yes, only got the 1% risk you didn't yes. got the 5% risk oh uh, oh yeah i i agree with you <laughs> yes. yeah and that's where people like us make money on you So we only okay. tell the 1% risk we don't tell the 5% risk okay. if you maintain it it's 5% so right now the chances mm-hmm. are only 1% there are things we can do to correct it yes and make it 50% <laughs> okay so just leave it at 1% it's your option make us rich and make it 1 for 50% all right thanks thank you very much it's very surprising people unnecessarily poke on the things that they need yeah. to maintain the uh, to maintain the things that to, they don't want to take 1% risk that they are willing to take the 5% risk yes okay. good sir thanks and malav vaidya hello rahul yes sir uh, Yeah, I have applied for my EAD card from the immigration office on uh, 31st of March and I have not received my card yet and my OPT date will be started from the 7th of June and I already got the job but I'm worried about that thing so can you just explain me how things are working from the immigration office because that things are it's not in my hand to to ask them can you just explain me this situation so you applied for opt ead you have not received the ead yet no i have not received yet so Because your question i have applied i have your question is, my, when did you apply on 31st of march because they received on 31st of march and i applied so on 30th is, march your question is can you expedite the, can i can is there any way to expedite it uh sorry i didn't get you so what do you want to achieve right now uh i just want to know that uh, like uh, my card is not here i arrived yet and it's still not showing any i got uh, the point but what is that you want um like i am waiting for my approval like uh, from the immigration you told me so. that what is that you're seeking i'm waiting for my like uh, employment okay, that's not a so you waiting for employment you have to wait for the ead approval for employment 
Yes. Do you have any questions for me? Yes, I have a question. Like, uh, can immigration office, like, uh, to go through, go, no, go through this process, like, as soon as possible? So your question is, can you guide me to help me expedite the EAD? That's your question, yeah. right? Yeah. Thank you. Well, you can contact the congressman. You can go to the ombudsman. Those things are not working for 99.8% of the time. And there is nothing else I can suggest you on top of that. Okay, so congressman, like which type of the congressman? I'm not sure about that. Okay. Congressmen are two people. One is House of Representatives, one is Senator. You can contact any of those people. But as I said, 99.8% of the time, it doesn't work, but you can try. Okay. Okay. Okay, next person, please. Avinash Dhavan. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my questions. Um, my H-1B is up for renewal uh, in December 2021. Um, mm -hmm. Company is currently filing for the renewal in premium processing. Um, I have an option to concurrently file my wife's H-4 renewal and EAD extensions. Uh, however, the lawyer will charge an extra fee for that. So what I want to know is, is there any benefit for doing H-4 premium concurrently? Sorry, H-4 filing concurrently with the H-1B premium. In the past, yes. it used to get processed together, but I'm not yes. sure if it's happening. It, it definitely is better. Instead of going to an outside lawyer who will charge you a little bit less, I, if I were you, I will go with the existing lawyer in if I'm charging more money. Okay, but... Are the H-4s getting processed uh, in premium? Yeah, it's, it's only started in February, uh, May 17th, the whole process. We are yet to get any results right now. We're expecting the results later on. Uh, probably next week, we will be able to get the results though. Because uh, remember, biometrics, thanks to us, you know, we are one of the, we are the litigators for the, the class action that the biometrics have got. But we'll get the results next week because we filed, if, if things were filed on February, uh, May 20th, you know, it's going to take a little bit more time to get the results. But under even if it is not, even if it is, I'm paying that extra money to go with this company's lawyer. Okay, okay, thank you. And I had another question, if you allow me. Um, mm -hmm. I filed a um, I-140 downgrade to EB3, my priority date was September or is September So you, did you say you filed the 485 application? I have. Um, now, it, it seems the uh, the final action dates are jumping quite fast. Uh, and I'm not sure if my I-140 will be processed when the final action date becomes current for my priority date. What happens in that case when the final action date is current, but my I-140 is not processed yet? They cannot approve your green card. Okay. Is that also why the dates are going very fast because there are a lot of pending I-140s? You're right. That's not the only reason, but yeah, it could be one of the reasons. So okay. you're not going to do premium processing? I, I want to. I've tried a couple of times. Uh, the Texas office always comes back and says, well, two no, no, we, Yeah, yeah, we face the same thing. That's okay. At least you tried. That's good. So should I, should I keep trying with the premium processing? Or, I mean, after a couple of attempts, my lawyer says it's not worth it. Just, just give up on it. Yeah, I don't blame your lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> More work for them for nothing, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't blame your lawyer. 
what what uh, success yeah. rate i'm curious what uh, success rate are you seeing 75% success 75% success yeah success but i don't blame your lawyer he did it there are some stupid lawyers who say i'm not going to file your lawyer is good you're in good shape and i will pay okay. that extra money for that that hedge for ead for that guy got it okay thank okay. you rahul thank you shri yeah hi uh, rahul um, thank you for taking this call can you hear me absolutely sri yeah um so my priority date uh, is september 2016 and i am thinking it is an eb2 but i am thinking to downgrade uh, starting october september what 16 2016 okay uh, i am thinking to downgrade myself um, or i'll be having the 140 i want for to approve for both eb2 and eb3 as per your videos um my question is my wife is also on h1b so what would be the scenario if i add her as a dependent uh does she has to be on h4 to add absolutely her absolutely not needed she can be on h1 she can be o1 she can be an f1 that's it all she needs to be is that she should be married to you genuinely that's it and we know what that is okay great thank you that was my question very clear answer okay. thank you very much thank you next person please ritish and, and it's a good option to go for downgrade if i was absolutely you have a ticket to go on a horse and a camel people corrected me no donkey <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah hi hi rahul this is ritesh uh, my priority yes. is eb3 january 2014 uh, but the problem is i left uh, us like 5 years ago and i have moved mm-hmm. to canada and suddenly like this thing is moving and like do i have any chance to come back on absolutely come over on h1b but then like i have to like is will be will it be my new h1b or how will it work it out no your i140 is approved you don't need to be counted yes ma'am sir yeah oh let me to b uh, i'm getting some disturbance gayatri okay. yes sorry? rahul sorry rahul correct no, not you so you you don't need to be counted towards the h1b for your life okay you can come in in our office there is a debate whether your h1b will be only be valid if the final action date becomes current for either one year or three years we have a debate in our office where a lot of different arguments we could not agree with you know lawyers are always we keep fighting okay but you can come back at any time but okay. the only problem is is that company that 2014 By any chance, did they withdraw your I-140 application? No, no. I, I check. I check online. They have not withdrawn my application. No, checking online is not enough. There okay. is a system where you go to the last two videos that we did, and I want you to go there and get the freedom information to make sure that it's not been withdrawn. Okay. The okay. link we have provided, the directions we have provided, um, and you come back. Uh, you come back and file a green card application and get it. The only reason why you went to Canada is because we can give you the green cards, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and and like uh, after coming to Canada, I have I have uh, I have a kid, and he is not in my application. I have my my wife. And oh, my that's diff- that's okay. Just because the people are not there in the I-140 application or something like that, it won't make any difference. They can be added at any point of time. Absolutely no problem. There's only birth certificate and marriage certificate if you are married. If you're not married, that's all. Okay, and, and one last and last question. Sorry. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and if uh, like in my current situation, like we are fully settled here, like if something, uh, my priority come, date comes up and if I only come to uh, US and do a contract and get my green card, can I, can my family That's later on too join? Complex. That's too complex question. You may want to have a private consultation with me and have your wife involved in it. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Next person, please. SP. Yeah. Hi. Uh, Rahul, can you hear me? Yes, absolutely. Thank you, sir, for taking this call. I have a question. I am a full-time employee on H-1B, uh, working with a U.S.-based company. And mm -hmm. recently, they have come up with a policy of working remote. Uh, I, am a, I, I want to relocate to another state where they don't have a presence, but they are okay. Like, they are okay for me to re work remotely in another, from another state. So I wanted to ask, like, you know, what are the process with USCIS? Which you have, have to file an amendment for the H-1B. Okay, amendment. Uh, yes. But they don't have, yeah, they, they, they don't have an office there. So is there something like even there I have to give? That's an fine. Office? You have an apartment, is right? Yes. That's it. We okay. give an apartment and we file that you're working remotely. The problem with the, with, with the law is we are not caught up with the remote working system. And I don't know anybody did it or not. I call it as a butter. We, I only call it as but. I don't know anybody use this word. So if you have a but is sitting in Colorado, okay, you can you need to file an amendment. Okay, so amendment. Uh, if I do an amendment because I have uh, uh, an I140 already approved and I'm waiting for my GC. So will that's that different. Be a problem. That's with? it's not a problem if it's Microsoft, Google, or all the major companies, and if you're my client. Mm -hmm. You just need to check with the company if that's okay or not. So my company is okay to relocate, but they haven't still thought about. No, that. no, no. With yeah, you need to just address that part too. There are only ten percent of the companies that have problem, and they have bad lawyers. Okay. 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 Check with them once. Right now, I want I want forty is the most important thing. Next okay. person, please. Okay. Hey Rahul, pleasure talking to you. Uh, Rahul, my question is, I'm on L1 and uh, my priority date is uh, March 2020. And my wife was on... Did you say L1A or L1B? L1A. And uh, my wife... Is, you, yeah, is it EB1C? What is your priority EB, date? EB1. Okay, go ahead. And my wife uh, was on L2 EAD and uh, her EAD is expiring next week. And... Uh, my GC, we have applied for EAD and the biometrics are scheduled for next week. So I just wanted to check, can she continue working? And your I-140 is approved or not? Yeah, I-140 is approved. Ah, if the I-140 is approved, if I were you, I would move on. And I was speaking with the other guy, 1%, 5% risk, actually being an L1, to maintain L1, you're not at 5%, you're at 10% risk to maintain the L1. If your I-140 is approved, oh my goodness, I don't want to feed these immigration lawyers. I'm going on that for a trade EAD. So do you suggest, because uh, EAD is not there. I did not suggest anything. Okay. I am telling you what I would do. Okay. okay. I'm telling you what I would do. The reason is that there's a 1% risk, is right? And that guy asked me, you told me 1% risk. He doesn't want to take the 1% risk, but he wants to take the 5% risk. The question in, 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 in L1A cases, 
it's actually 15% risk, L1, uh, 10 to 15% risk, okay? To maintain the L1. If I were you, I would have her use the EAD. Okay. Okay. The, the reason I don't tell people what to do, because you may come back, you told me to do it. I did it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that 1% is, I speak with thousands of, you know, with all the media. So that's the reason. If I were you, I will tell what I would do. Next person, please. But she doesn't have sorry, a year no. yet. So we have the biometric schedule for next Oh, week. sorry, sorry. Sorry. So let me repeat sorry, again. So sorry, she sorry. was on L2 so she EAD. Have, she, doesn't have, she doesn't have the EAD right now. No, she got L2 EAD, which is expecting next week. And as part of the... I'm sorry. She applied for EAD. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take back. If she doesn't have a EAD, she cannot work. Okay. But she we got the receipt for her EAD and biometrics are scheduled. No, for... sir. That's not enough. Not enough. Okay. Not enough. Okay. But if she gets a 48 EAD, she, she should work. Okay. But she is not there yet. So, okay. okay. Sorry about it. I take back. No problem. Thank you, sir. Shiv Kumar. Uh, good afternoon. No. Yeah. Uh, just want to check. I'm, I'm planning to apply extension for my parents. Um, I'm just trying to apply uh, from directly USS site. Do I need to apply separately or? Um, yes, separately, separately. Okay. Uh, if Can we do manually also? Is there any difference uh, manually or? Uh... I would prefer <coughs> you do online, even if it's cost more money. If you do manually, you mess up, you are going to mess up. Okay. And 20% of the people mess up. Okay. And for that, you can hire a lawyer like me. I'm going to charge a lot of money or you can do files separately. Okay. Take the bite. Okay. Thanks, Rahul. Next person, please. Sushma. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I have a question. Uh, I had applied for H4 and H4 EAD in different centers. It's H4 EAD was a, a, a standalone uh, application. So I had got RFP for H4 EAD for the approval to show the approval approved I539. So I got the approval yesterday, I539. I don't know how long it will take uh, to get the approval notice. Can I send the uh, receipt number approved uh, I-539 receipt number. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You already got the approval right now and uh, you just got an RFE. Okay. RFE for uh, EAD. H4, H4 EAD. Yeah. Yes. So you got, I would wait for it and send it to them. And you, when you filed for the EAD, did you not provide them the receipt notice? I, I provided. I provided. Yeah, dumb officer. <laughs> they do that sometimes. They do that sometimes. I would, I since you already got the approval, I would send the approval. Not only I will send the approval though, I will write a small letter saying that at the time when I filed this H4 EAD, I had a receipt notice. Okay. Now I have an approval notice. Send it to them again. Yeah, uh, but uh, the uh, RFE letter they send, they give a list of documents uh, which may uh, given as a evidence. One is I-797 or I-94 or receipt number of approved I-539. They mentioned that also. Should I? But still, still I would like to wait. Yeah. And then you need to, yeah, still you need just wait for one more week though. Because yeah, this I guy is stupid officer. 
issue. Sometimes it may happen that when he's trying to adjudicate the petition, he was more faster, right? Okay. By the time he sent the RFE, your H4 is not approved. No, it was not So approved. technical, uh, I make it. H4 approved yesterday, just yesterday it approved. Yeah, yeah. So the officer is not stupid. I take back my word. Because he cannot approve your EAD. Uh, by the time of approval, H4 must have been approved. So I would uh, I would wait for one more week. Oh, oh, this receipt number, I thought of sending... I would, I would, I would, I would wait for one more week. I would wait for one more week, okay? Okay, thank you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, sometimes the officer is not stupid. He's good because he can't approve technically until... Uh, 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 until H4 is approved. Yeah, because I don't know, uh, these days mails taking too long, even getting the receipt numbers. But I still will wait, ma'am. I still will wait. Okay. Thank you. Hi, Rahul. Hey, this is yes, Madan Yeah. Thanks yes, for me. Um, so, um, currently I have, I'm in a situation that my H1 transfer got approved, but my uh, extension of stay is denied. Uh, because wow. uh, because uh, my previous company didn't apply for LCA amendment. So due to that, I got a denial notice after approval uh, saying that your extension of stay is denied due to this reason. We are sending your H-1B approval uh, thing forwarded to U.S. Consulate Chennai. Like that. And also they haven't received that I-797 copy. I applied through premium processing. So but what's your question? I got the point. Yeah, so the point is, if I want to go to India uh, to get the stamping, do I need the I-797 copy first? Original approval, courtesy copy. Sorry? You have the courtesy copy? No, I haven't. In the in the what about the online copy that uh, the lawyers and uh, receive? Yeah, they are saying that they are going to request that one, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, they are saying that um, you need to you will be getting uh, exception from the presidential proclamation because I have the U.S. citizen, so I may get the quick uh, appointment like that they are saying, but I'm not sure how do I get the uh, appointment. You can make an appointment with the courtesy copy that you receive in the email, though. Every premium processing, you get an email. Yeah, so that's what I mean. They said that I haven't received the email. Uh, I just got the mail from the denial uh, from USAS, the denial letter. You said that your denial has the letters, right? Yeah, denial letter is there, yes. In the front of it, there is another thing. I-797, courtesy copy. It was not there because they said it should be there. Oh. It should be there. Okay. 99.9999% of the time it should be there. Is there like, I mean, since they mentioned that uh, my uh, H1B copy is forwarded to the CUS consulate Chennai, can I get it from some, uh, some other countries like Mexico or Canada or somewhere else? One because problem is, COVID. one problem is, if you are out of status, though, the other consulates don't encourage that much for you to come there. Okay. But you still are not illegally present. You can try. Right now, Canada and Mexico are very restrictive, though. 
okay because my Perfect. my my previous company's uh, valid i94 is there until 2022 you can still go to mexico and canada if they love you too okay okay if they do uh, do i need to take uh, my us citizen kit also uh, no 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 just take the birth certificate oh, okay okay so they can stay here right because h4 they have the valid i94 from my previous company uh but uh i would i would say that you you go and get the stamping done i want your wife also to exit and come back into united states at the same time or uh, she no, can later, come back later, later on later she on, can right? come back later yeah but she can stay here right is there any right is there any limited time or something for them to stay here i would say that there is no harm done if she stays here that's all i can tell okay. whether she can stay or not i did not answer the question Okay, okay, I won't answer the question. I will just say that no harm done if she stays here. Okay, okay. So I can because I, I'm I'm seeing that my appointment is getting in November only in India. So I don't know like yeah. Uh, yeah you can try in September, out. September in Canada or Mexico. Okay, so until that time, I can I can also stay here, right? In US, or no. I have to go. <laughs> I didn't say that you can stay. I'm not going to answer that question. Okay, I'm sorry. not going to answer that question. but um, but if i were you That's... i would okay next person please but yeah, you can't work you. right you. now you can't work yeah right. yeah i am unemployed now okay next person thank please you. thank you siddharth hi rahul i'll take the next uh, two callers guys uh, hi siddharth uh, hi rahul uh, siddharth this side thanks for taking the question so my wife has got uh, h1b and she'll be flying from japan to uh us in august i plan to stay along with her right and we planned we intend to apply for h4 uh, there's too much of information do you, there do you have kids who are no, no, born no. here no 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 not at all we we married 2 uh, 3 years ago only so uh okay wait she is flying from japan to usa yeah yeah and okay. she's got her h1b right she's uh, she'll be working as a associate professor in a certain university right uh, the attorney there is recommending an uh, h2b for me however we wish to go for a h4 and then apply for a ead there so uh, just uh, wanted a little assistance or thoughts from your end that which one would be a better one we, we are a little too new on this uh, frankly speaking there's too much of information h to b For for sure, H one B is good for you. H two B, H four would be good for me. Right? I won't be able to. I mean, for what is H two B? Yeah, so they only recommended uh, that um, you can work anything if it's non farming. So something of that sort. So that was a little news to us also because we tried exploring a little bit. No, no, no. H2B means it's a temporary worker if you are working in fields like let's say Alaska fish farming or something like that based okay, on the cool. way i look at you i don't think so you fit for that um yeah. come come here on H4 right now okay H4 also uh, one and, more and sure. to get an EAD on H4 your wife has to file a green card i140 application and get that thing approved and it's not you haven't visited yet to usa no, right? no, no none of us none of us none of us 
So yeah, the consulate in India is closed right now. So I can't really travel. Maybe it will be opening up in the next two, three months. So we plan, she will be shifting there first. And then can she apply even if I'm not physically present there? Uh, can she apply for my EAD from there? First to apply for EAD, she has to get something called I-140 approved. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's not that. like you're going to get it like this, buddy. I'm sure. I'm sure that'll take time. Yeah, I'm sure. That's like, uh, uh, remember, uh, uh, the, uh, you, you do like uh, the, uh, tapasya. You do tapasya <laughs> and get uh, uh, Shiva uh, okay. uh, presence. Yeah. It's not that easy. So you're a little bit premature and don't understand yes. what an I-140 is. It's not like H-1B or it's not like H-4. Okay. Uh, so typically it takes about two years for some lot of people. Your wife, because she's an assistant professor, most probably she's a doctorate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. she is doing her postdoctorate right now. Yeah. Yeah. She has an option, but she's going to the university. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a university. Be, but is it a tenured position or non-tenured position? You know what that is? Uh, yeah, it's a tenured for two two years as of now. Tenured is never for two years. Uh Sorry, you, took, uh, fix, 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 you don't even you don't even you don't even know what tenure portion means. In USA, the tenure portion is only word used for universities. So what the universities will have is that the salary and the things will be deposited into a particular account for the next ten years. That's called tenured portion. So when you go to the private company in India and Japan, they use they may use tenured portion for differently. So unless the organization has a tenured portion, they won't offer it. So for you to get an EAD, it's not easy. And to tell you the truth, if you watch our YouTube videos and all those things, you will have no knowledge because we are speaking with a very advanced clientage. The people who understand much more than at, at which level you are in right now. So the, she needs to, I want you to come here on H4, but I will say that you have to be prepared for unemployment for a period of two years at least. Okay. But if you watch our videos, you are in no level to get to that level. We don't touch the basic, basic level. There are other lawyers that do that. Okay. Thanks. Thank you so much. But come on H4. H2B is not for you. Next person, please. Okay. Sure. Thank you so much. iPhone. It's been long I did H2B. iPhone. Kiran. After this, I only take one caller. Guys. Kiran. Kiran? Rakesh? Hello. Yes, Rakesh. Yes, uh, uh, thank you for taking my call. So I have filed EB2 to EB3 downgrade last year, October with I-485 and waiting for approval. Uh, my kid will turn 21 in November this year. And she's in S4 visa. My priority date is October 2012. 
it seems that the priority date will become current in one or two months, the way it's going. So I'm waiting for a Y4T approval. My question is, when should I switch to premium processing? Should I switch now or wait when my priority date becomes current or when it is very close to be current? No close. No close. It has to be current. Oh, so when it becomes current, then only file for prime premium processing? Why are you waiting for the I-140 approval? You should not be waiting for I-140 approval. You because said you're waiting for the I-140 approval. I don't want your I-140 approval. But she will be aged out in 21, right? Her H4 is no, only when only when the final action date becomes current. Right. You will come to know a week or two weeks before, three weeks before, then you convert it. Okay. So when I see the final date is becoming current, then file for a premium process. Don't do right now. No matter what I told you on the on the YouTube, no matter what anybody tells it, you would not put your child on the gambling table. Especially oh. when a guy who failed 10,000 times predicting the priority date wrong, he may be wrong and you don't want to put your son or daughter on the table with me. Okay, so should I just wait when it's current or just wait when she is very close to current? Not close, I said. Correct. Not okay. close. When it Not close. Current. Not close. Not close. When it's current. Okay. And I'm, I'm filing, uh, I'm uh, interfiling my medical we've already. That's so they, they, they have the medical in case. So you're good. You're good. Next okay. person, please. Okay. Thank Sorry. you. Last person, please. Today. Shrikant. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Hi, Rahul. Are you yes, Srikant. Go ahead. Um, Rahul, uh, I have a uh, downgraded uh, EB2 to EB3. My priority date was uh, uh, August 2012. So my question is, uh, my downgrade I-140 approval like month ago. Did you do premium processing? No, regular processing. It got really? Approved. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so my who told is, you that, okay? Uh, yeah. So I got an offer from other company. Can I move now or do I need to wait uh, 180 days after I-140 approval? Move. Are there any chances uh, if my current employer revoke my I-140 downgrade I-140, what will happen? If you do the 485J supplement, you're fine. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I joined, I can do 485J along with the, I mean, with the new employer. Absolutely. That's Check with them if they're willing, if they're willing to or not. Okay. So is there any chance they can say no to apply 485J? Of course they can. What, what is the reason? I mean, I'm joining there. I don't need, I don't need to give a reason. Uh, okay. If you want me to eat beef, I won't, I don't need to give a reason. I, I, I eat beef and I take to my home and said, oh, what's the reason why you're refusing the beef? My wife says, this is my home. Get out. <laughs> okay, I'll check with them. And also there is a parallelly, they have an extension of uh, uh, H1B. I mean, can I ignore those all and just move on? You have a EAD? You have an EAD? Yeah, I have an EAD. Everything is approved. There is no pending yeah, on the current. Yeah, that's fine. If they want to do H1B, there's no need. Okay. But 485J supplement is something that they need to... If they, they need to be ready to file. Okay, that's pretty well, much. If, yeah. they're, if they're willing to file the H1B, 99.1% uh -huh. they are ready. But just uh -huh. check them. Check with them, okay? Okay. Yeah. H1 also we need to file 485J. That's for mandatory, right? 485J. For H1B is not needed. That's up to them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They I'm... must be willing to do the H485J supplement. But 180-day rule for sure, right? There is no applicable 180-day. Absolutely 180 day. not needed. Okay. 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 
date dates may be current uh, next or a couple of months yeah that's fine i mean if you get okay. a good opportunity go ahead move you know okay. how many times i tell them give me 500000 dollars don't move not in your case okay 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 yeah thank you very much rahul thanks thanks thank you guys the next conference call will be on monday Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.